So um, here we are once again. It's um, July 2008. It's Giles Peterson with Miles Claret, Soundway Records. You all right? Yeah, I'm very well. Yeah, nice to be here. It's been quite difficult, us two actually being in the same city at the same time. I know, I made the stupid decision of moving about three hours in the middle of nowhere, so I have to somehow cross cross paths, but I'm usually here at the weekend. So. It's a good move. You're the man behind Soundway Records. Um, we've obviously known each other for a few years now. I kind of first came across you, I think we were in Brighton. I remember we were hanging out on the beach with um, Will... Um, Holland from Quantic mm -hmm. and we were talking about doing this show in um, Ethiopia with Mulatu and you'd been putting records out before then anyway but since then you've just continued to sort of really dig deep inside not just Africa but just Africa? No, Africa, Caribbean, Latin America seems to be the main sort of area, yeah. Um, yeah, Panama, Colombia, Trinidad, you know, West Indies, West Africa. Searching for the music. Searching for music, looking for little, you know, unknown bits that people might have forgotten, as well as a few bits that people haven't forgotten. But yeah, you know, keeping looking. When did you first uh, kind of get the buzz? When did you first smell it? What, for this particular kind of music? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I suppose I've been looking for music since I was 14 years old. So, you know, it's a sort of natural progression. You know, you go down little avenues and this was just one that I went down and um yeah a mate of mine had come back when I was about 18 and we were all into you know jazz and funk and hip-hop and stuff like a mate of ours had been to Kenya and brought back a bunch of 45s and I guess that was the moment that suddenly was like wow look at these what are these it's got to be more and uh you know so it sort of started off just trying to find old records in you know flea markets in Paris and you know in, in London and all sorts and car boots and then and then just actually getting on a plane to Ghana about 10 years ago I suppose it is nearly now just uh, just under 10 years and uh yeah a whole new world opened up and yeah was it really suddenly light bulb above the head moment like well you know there's lots of these records there's people that want to hear them and it was it really that as instinctive as that it wasn't that you were going I was one day I was just in a in a wow. in a guy's house in Ghana yeah and uh so you went yeah out he was pulling out records and slapping them on and you know everyone I'd never heard never seen you know and I was like wow got to do this and initially I thought well I'd do it for another label came back spoke to a few people but then I thought no nah, I'll you know do it for myself but I'm just not? kind of in sort of trying to get in that moment in your head when you went okay right I'm going to go to Ghana I mean most people wouldn't <laughs> go to Ghana but was it really like yeah I'm sick of buying records for 10 times the price or there must be more I'm just going to go and do the thing because I know Joe Davis who runs Far Out Records mm. you know he was living in um, Greenford and yeah. uh, going to the Belvedere Arms in Richmond and you know sort of into Brazilian music and he just decided he'd go to Brazil and Rio yeah. and did it that way. Well I somehow talked my wife into coming with me and sort of trying to disguise it as a holiday. Right. <laughs> no it was a holiday but you know like sort of I told her that I definitely wanted to find records when I was there so we went we spent a couple of weeks going around and I had a few days in in the cities when I was there um, and yeah I got the bug immediately came back and like literally within two weeks I booked myself a ticket to go on my own for a month and just spent a month you know traipsing around everywhere going knocking on everyone's door going you know looking up everyone that I needed to look up and uh yeah and I just always knew the stuff was there it's just you've got to get on a plane and go there you know you find one sort of little record in a market in in London or whatever and you, you see the catalogue numbers number you know 35 and you know there's at least there's at least 34 before it and probably a lot after it and you know the only way you're going to find them is going look so yeah that was it really <laughs> <laughs> alright let's find out more about you in a moment but let's play a couple of tunes we're going to start off with this one yeah this is just a track off the Nigeria special comp that we put out in February um, um, this is a bunch of guys that used to play in Fellas Band in the 60s and then started out on their own at the beginning of the 70s. They're the Don, Isaac, Ezekiel combination. And this is a track called Amalinja. <laughs> Thank you. 
absolutely fantastic. Still so many records out there that, you know, that are there to be discovered, right? Yeah, there are. There's, you know, there's a lot of music being made in the 60s and 70s. It really was. So, all, you know, tons. All over the world. So all that was from world. Ethiopia? Yeah, that's the Walia's band and uh, featuring Milato Astakke on uh, on Vibes, of course. He arranged that one. Um so yeah, um, one of his uh, one of his many Ethio jazz compositions. He's had um, quite a nice crossover thing going on with him. I mean, I first heard his music through those um, Ichopit compilations, yeah, yeah. and a lot of people were sort of buzzing about those. And then you put a ten inch out, and uh, and then this year he came over. He has been over briefly before, but um, when he performed at Cargo with the Heliocentrics, that was quite something. And mm. then I was watching TV last week, or a few weeks ago now, when Glastonbury was on, and uh, he was there with the Ethiopic lineup. Yeah, the whole the whole All Stars lineup. Which yeah, I wish I'd been there, but uh, yeah, after last year, I thought I'd give Glastonbury a little bit of a <laughs> a bit of a break after the mud. And, you could have uh, walked there from where you live. I you know, literally could have done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that was just great to see. I love it when you can kind of see them get to the point where yeah. the whole world can see them on, on well deservedly you know they're amazing musicians and amazing music it deserves to and you know it's it's so it's so everyone loves that music you know it doesn't matter who you play it to people are into rock into jazz into funk all sorts you know it's very wide appeal even though you know it's so obscure and from such a unique country so yeah one of the things i wanted to ask you about which um I was wondering about was really the fact that you know in this country you tend to sort of get your world music DJs who play this sort of stuff and beyond and you get your club DJs who are playing this sort of stuff and beyond but we haven't really ever sort of played together so you've got your Andy Kershaw's and mm. all that side of things and then I listen to a program every now and again on, on Five Live there's Dotton Adebayo he, yeah, he, yeah, he gets yeah. someone in who plays some world music and it's really good actually the way they do that so from your point of view running a record label um, is it very important that you're in touch with, with them and that they're, they're supporting what you do or are you more coming from the club side? Bit of both. I mean, the, the fact that you know, I'm definitely coming. You know, I'm, I've been into all sorts of music, and I definitely got into African music via jazz, funk, hip hop, dance music. Um, but you know, once you're once you're putting out records from places like Nigeria and Colombia, yeah, you have to sort of start. You know, like you say, joining into a different strand. Maybe people looking at music slightly differently, and not always necessarily looking at music that's sort of aimed at the dance floor or whatever so it is important to you know keep in touch with all different people but you know my my, my inspiration for music has always been to entertain people whether it's you know on the dance floor or on the radio or just playing people music to people who you know just entertain them with something new so for me it doesn't really matter where the music's from it i happen to be doing music from from you know other parts of the world at the moment but do you find that there are some people like maybe reviews that you get or whatever from sort of the more intellectual academic look at world music that are sort of in a way criticizing what you're doing well not necessarily criticizing but going they could have done it better well no they sort of there is a tendency in that sort of world to see the dancier side of things like they're not you know they're sort of maybe their ears aren't quite open to like you know funk music from Nigeria or something because it's not what they got into it for they probably got into it to get away from western music and so a lot of the time they're like oh no don't ask me don't like it it's too American or but you know who's a place like Lagos it's a massive great city with 15 million people in it you know it's a cosmopolitan place they listen to music from all over the world just like we do why should they not be you know influenced by American funk or jazz just as you know people over here in dance music are now being influenced by African music it's the same it's the same thing it's 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 urban music you know there just as much as you know urban music is urban music here so you know um elements of everything and you know I, I think especially now in the 21st century people are looking to you know pick bits from here and there and they're influenced by this that and the other and people's ears are traveling just as much as their feet are you know yeah so. i mean the funny thing for me was whenever when i went to brazil for the first time or when i went to africa and um, lagos for the first time the one thing that struck me was that i didn't actually hear any afrobeat or sambo on my first mm. occasions i just kept on hearing either in brazil loads of heavy metal and mm. rock or in in Africa, I was just hearing properly R and B, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, there's also that, you know, especially when you're looking for older music, that you know, uh, it, it's kind of sad in a way that a lot of the younger guys in in some of these countries have sort of they're not listening to the stuff their dads and granddads were listening to. But 
um it's much more in, in colombia i found it completely different actually like if i i, I was meeting colombian djs who were playing like old old music from you know before they were born just like i am you know so that was really nice in colombia and, and they're really into african music in colombia so i was turning up and they're like yeah i need that high life 45 can you get me this it's really, really? yeah and, and playing it on sound systems and having like battles and dj competitions on the street in barranquilla and cartagena and you know guys who are like in their 20s and 30s so that was great to see that you know because it's sort of you don't see it so much in Africa, so it was that was really good. What we're going to play next? Um, this is yeah, this is a, a Nigerian sort of soul funk track by just it's, I just got it actually last time I was in Lagos in February. I never heard of them before at all, but it's on EMI Nigeria, and uh, it's a band called Keyboard, and just a nice bit of EMI produced Lagos funk. Maybe a future Soundway recording. Who knows? <laughs>
enjoyed doing this show this week with Miles Claret from Soundway Records. Um, you know, so much brilliant, undiscovered music for me. And uh, this is a little Colombian section we've been travelling through right now. A um, couple of tracks, yeah? Yeah, first one was a track by uh, Banda Los Hijos de la Niña Luz, which are like, um, it's a track called Deja La Corre, uh, which we're about to put out on a 7, um, on a 45. And they're like one of in in sort of on the Caribbean coast in Colombia. You have these like kind of um, banda bands who like come out for carnival. You know, just like any place that has a carnival. That, you know, big big bands, lots of percussion, loads of horns and stuff. And uh, they were they were um, sort of formed by a guy called Lisandro Meza, who was a big Colombian musician. And uh, so yeah, that was the first one. And uh, this is a guy called Cremencio Camacho, who was like one of the one of the old dons of like cumbia and um, you know, costeña music in uh, in Colombia. And uh, this is sort of uh, in the early 70s. Phillips put out a series of records that were sort of um, produced by the the brother of the guy who ran Discos Fuentes, and they're all. They're all amazing records, but like loads of sort of jazzy salsa stuff and sort of cumbias that were made a bit more jazzy and, you know, just sort of really incredible musicians on all of them. So, And uh, yeah. obviously you were saying that you went to Colombia and um, obviously being friends with Will Holland, he's actually moved out there. Yeah, well, that is it. I went over to stay with him and um, uh, me and another friend, uh, B Plus photographer from, uh, from uh, well, from Ireland, but living in California, went over there and stayed with Will and Callie and then we all went on a trip to Barranquilla and just spent five days there, yeah, just meeting DJs and going, you know, just going around looking for records and wow, that place is just so, the music is so musically alive and like I was saying earlier, it's really quite nice because a lot of the times you go to Africa, like quite often this older music is slightly, slightly on the way out, unfortunately, whereas in Colombia it was, you know, like people still playing it and, you know, young guys playing it and yeah, just real, and loads of collectors and DJs and sound systems, and yeah, amazing, amazing. So you were in the right zone. Yeah, and yeah. And Will's in the right zone. He's like the new sort of, I don't know, Kip Hanrahan stroke David yeah, Byrne, isn't he? Got, he's got an amazing, I wish I could get some of his energy from somewhere, because <laughs> I could do with it. But yeah, no, he's he's got a really great setup, and cali has got, you know, a really good studio there, and like I was just saying, he's, he's got a bunch of musicians who are really starting to gel now and sort of coming out of their, you know, they're sort of starting to understand what he wants to do with them and like you know they've been playing in salsa bands a lot but now they're sort of getting they're starting to get it and get it and uh yeah some amazing stuff he's, he's kind of putting out one record a month at the moment isn't I he i know i know so. label dream you know <laughs> <laughs> right um let's keep going um you've got a little seven inch we found a middle we'd lost a middle we found a middle yeah this is um a guy there's a bloke in uh a bloke in france called gregoire who's got a label called uh okiri or uh, i think hate me for getting it wrong i think it's okiri um and he's putting out sort of french west african stuff and he's just put out a compilation of a guy called amadou balake who's from burkina faso of all places like between mali and sort of northern cote d'ivoire um and yeah this is like an original track this isn't on his comp there's a there's a later version of this on his comp but this is like the original um on on a burkina label it's called uh bar conon muso it's like sort of deep Mali, Burkina, sort of desert, Afro beat sort of thing. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> Le 
Claire Ray's Soundway Recordings podcast, Summer of 08. Just back from the Worldwide Festival in the south of France. It was sunny, here it's rainy, nothing changes. Is that one of the reasons you like to travel, just to get away from yeah, there? Yeah, it is. It certainly is. <laughs> the British I'm thinking of going away for an extended one with the family soon, so we'll see. Yeah. Where does someone like you go when you've been to so many different places? Is it sort of quite nice just to sort of go locally or...? Um, I just went to Greece with my family. I actually had a wonderful time. Just sat and doing nothing in the sun. Yeah, it was awesome. There's some pretty good music out there, actually. Yeah, there is. People are getting really into their music over there. We're starting to sell a few more to Greece. So, yeah. A lot of interest as well, people getting in touch. And, yeah. So, yeah, you know, anyway. Anyway, that's not rainy and cold like it is here all the time. <laughs> some great music in the background from South Africa. We haven't really touched on South Africa today, but, um, you know, obviously Dollar Brand and uh, Letta Mabulu, Hugh Masekela. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's way out of my expertise. You know, I've never been to South Africa, but, um, yeah, there is some awesome, especially jazz stuff, you know, from South Africa. I was just saying to you just now, someone should someone should get out and really nail it down. Um before the music industry falls apart because yeah. there's so much great music from there but you were and a lot of stuff on little labels and um, but yeah I mean it's sort of I guess down to South Africans maybe you know someone who wants to go over there you know there's got to be some great music still to be discovered there um, it's just not enough not enough time to do it all really you know and uh, Joe Berg is um, as you were saying even more kind of hard. well sorry here I mean I don't know you know not having been there but I've heard I've heard it can be uh, a little hairy in places but you know um, I mean, you must have had some hairy moments travelling about knocking on people's doors in Africa looking for their record collections I never have you know I never have I've you know, I always, I always trust in people's good nature, and you know, I think if you're with good people, and you, you know, you got good, you know, as long as you've got common sense and you're not an idiot, then you know, you're generally going to be all right. I think, you know. Okay, so you've got um, just a couple of records that you can pull out of Africa. Let's say one artist from Africa. Who's the most important person that you know, in musical terms, that you feel has come out of the um, the continent of Africa? Oh wow, God. I don't know, there's so many, there's so many. Um, I mean, you know, different people do, you know, obviously Fela in, in, in Nigeria is a massive influence on the scene there, but in terms of sort of personal, you know, music that I love, I mean, for me, there's a guy, and I'm not saying this because I'm just about to put his album out, but there's a guy in Nigeria called Victor Owaifo, who I went to meet um, this year, and... Uh, yeah, he's, he's, his music is really refreshing. It's not particularly jazzy or funky or anything. It's kind of his own brand of high life, but it's it's something that I never tire off. I can put it on in the car at home, and I think that's the real sign of good music, something that you can listen to a million, million times, and you'll never get bored, and it'll always give you put you in a good mood. And his music is so positive, and he's such a positive bloke and really refreshing, wonderful guy to meet. So for me at the moment, I guess he's sort of, he's by no means the most important African musician, but, you know, for me at the moment, I think he's, he's great. Um, there's so many, I mean, you know, Africa's just round, stuffed to the gills full of amazing musicians, so to pick one is a bit unfair. Really. We didn't actually say what this record is in the background. Yeah, it's by a band called uh, The Roots. Uh, not <laughs> not The Roots. Out of, uh, what did they know about it? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's produced by a guy called Orman Memela, who also did some of his own stuff, and uh, definitely that sort of smoother South African sound, but um, yeah, it's got to be more like this, so I'm sure there is. And uh, label-wise... What have you got coming? Well, putting out that Colombian 45, then there's going to be a volume two of Panama and Colombia, um, and then we'll see. Like I say, I'm thinking maybe a little sabbatical, maybe somewhere, so, you know, but maybe somewhere that I can still do some stuff while I'm away, so we'll is see. There, is there a particular place you really want to? I wouldn't mind going to live in Panama, actually. I really like it there, and, uh, you know, it'd be close to, it's right in the sort of middle of the Caribbean, so good for trips, and, you know, nice place, so. We'll see. And you're still DJing about as well? Yeah, as much as I can, you know, as uh, much as I can. So, yeah, doing doing quite a bit this summer. Um, but, you know, with the kids, it's getting a bit harder at the moment. But, yeah, no, doing quite a lot. Going off to New York again in September. Um, and, yeah, been to France and all over this year, Germany, and, yeah, doing gigs here. So, much as possible. 
Great. Well, listen, thank you very much for coming in. We're going to finish off with a tune, and then we're going to play a couple of tracks from Soundway, which uh, I think we should play, because you, you know, I was expecting us to play just Soundway material, and it's been a great bonus. Cause I'm well, it's nice other... to you know pull a few surprises out. All this and, other know, stuff. Air, air the stuff, you know, so, otherwise it just sits in my house. <laughs> your final seven-inch choice now. Yeah, this is the Eagles Lupopo from Kenya. Again, you know, country where you know, a lot of music still to be sort of issued, found, you know, put out. So... Um, but yeah, this is kind of like unusual for Kenya. It's just a weird sort of, you know, that's the thing with Africa. You find these records that don't fit into any any sort of pigeonhole. So yeah, uh, little, little 45 out of Kenya. Thank you very much for coming in. No problem, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Hikachogonoweka, umanyali kuchile, mwaibonen kondo. Here! Ya, 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 ya. Das, mambo, mango, malimba, malimba, sikolamba, sikola, 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 Thank you.